Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. My name is Catherine. I am your podcast host. And for those who don't know me, um, I consider myself more of an alchemist versus an astrologer. I love to concentrate on the energy around the cosmos and also the chakra energy of within the body and also within the elements of the universe and kind of get a wider perspective of things that could be possibly happening in our everyday lives and also the lives of others. So I'm excited about today's episode. Today's episode is the astrology dates for December of 2023. And we're also going to take a look at the reflection of November, some of the high energy moments that happened during this time, and some of the big events that have really been um, transpiring over the news, and also um, current events with like celebrities and um, the world. But it's going to be on an area where we're also going to talk about the astrology that's happening as well when these events happened. So I will say that I think um, December is going to be a little bit of a softer month than the months that we've been having, but there is a lot of reoccurring themes and there are a lot of patterns that we need to continue to, you know, pay focus on, but also we don't want them to control our everyday lives. We just want to lose, use this energy as an energy where we can reflect our own personal space, our own personal, um, reflection and our own personal area of justification in certain events. So let's get started. And I'm just going to say, is it just me or did November fucking fly by so fucking fast? I mean, it was like crazy fast. And I don't know if it was just because everybody's been so busy, but it just really feels like this month flew by extremely fast and it makes you wonder, um, what is going on? Why is time just going by so quickly? So let's get into it. So I'm going to say I will reflect a little bit on October because as you know, I always like to record a little bit early. Um, today is Saturday, November 25th, 2023, and it is exactly 801 here in the gloomy, kind of sunny California. (laughs) So let's get into this. Um, So October 28th would be the day that we last stopped taking notes for um, the previous month. But this is a high energy day and I wanted to make sure that I paid close attention to things and events that may have happened on this day. Because on October 28th, we had Mars and Scorpio opposing Jupiter and Taurus. And we also had October 28th, we had the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. And then we also had 
Mercury in Scorpio opposing Jupiter in Taurus. And this was an extremely high energy day. We saw this in many stories that really made us think of areas of darkness, areas of grief, and also areas of material objects, areas of the Taurus when you think of like hard work and you also think of um, placements that feel very fixed and determined. And there was a lot of interesting stories. The dark shadow was definitely there with the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. Um, so one of the stories was Israel's war in Gaza continued. Um, and they planned to take a step further to eliminate Hamas enter, as they entered a new stage that brought more ground operation. And with this war, um, there's so much division between us as people, right? Between us as humans. Um, a lot of people feel that um, the Palestinian people are very oppressed as Israel has taken away a lot of their land, a lot of their areas of livelihood, a lot of their areas of operation. And uh, Hamas is definitely a terrorist group, right? <clears throat> but a lot of people feel that there is this area of colonism that's taking place in um, Palestine and in Gaza. So how do we preserve the humans? How do we preserve the culture? How do we preserve this energy when there is war with a country that is basically more powerful, has more money, has more media attention, has more, um, has more strength? And how do we prevent um, genocide is what a lot of people are concerned about. But then also you have to think about Israel and to have over 200 people kidnapped from their home, you know, and have a lot of areas of death and areas of hostage. How would the U.S. or any other country uh, take the take that as well, right? So there's been a lot of questioning about this division of the two um, fighting and what's been going on, right? And how can we um, help both people in all honesty? So Israel did step up its area of um, ground operation in Gaza. So that was a big story, a lot of death, a lot of, um, you know, just war. And when I think of area of Taurus and the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus and also Mars in Scorpio opposing Jupiter in Taurus, at least it makes me look at that area of expansion. And also it makes me look at that area of material goods and that area of being fixated on something. Is this being fixated on the survivors or is this more fixated on an area of land and material that is going to come into a full perspective of being seized, right? So we have to look at that energy is how is that reflecting in the cosmos here down on earth. Also, we had um, in Maine after there was the suspect who had a mass shooting and um, 18 people were killed in Maine and the suspect was found dead. Um, residents in Lewiston began to process their healing journey. So remember, he was kind of out, out at large and 
the, the police were looking for him. So one of the things that did happen with this area of reflection when we look at also the Mercury in Scorpio opposing Jupiter and Taurus is we have to look at how the media is playing hold of this area of darkness, right? So of course, I would want to know if there was a murderer out in my neighborhood, right? Um, But we also have to look at how it's kind of that area of communication And one of the things that was reflective during this time is the communication blackout in Gaza in Israel um, is something that happened. So I guess a lot of the internet went down and a lot of people said that this was actually one of the darkest days, one of the um, most harmful days to the um, people of Gaza was during this time and that a lot of people... Um, lost their lives. Um, they were were able to communicate. There was no communication. There was no like internet service. So, um, in Israel, basically stated that this is this is war. You know, um, this is how war takes place. When somebody places war, um, takes our people. Like, what what do you expect? So, that was interesting, especially with the Mercury and Scorpio opposing Jupiter and Taurus, that area of communication. When we look at Mercury, the area of mind, and I feel like a lot of people were starting to analyze this whole situation, like how are we going to improve this? And we also um, had a lot of people asking for a ceasefire, which um, <clears throat> Israel declined. Also during this day, Um, Matthew Perry, the actor and comedian and producer who is iconic for playing Chandler on the sitcom Friends, made him, he really made himself a household name, right? A lot of people know of the show Friends. They know of um, Matthew Perry. He was in a lot of great movies. He was in one of my favorite movies, um, Fool's Rush Inn with Selma Hayek, uh, where he played a a man who marries this um, Mexican-American woman and he's like just engulfed in the Mexican culture. I absolutely love that movie. Go watch it. Um, So he was found dead on Saturday at just the age of 54. Police said he was unresponsive in his jacuzzi at his home in Pacific um, Palestine. Um, Palisades neighborhood of Los Angeles when they responded to a 911 call for a water rescue. Um, so it was confirmed that he was dead. There's no areas of where I saw that the cause of death was really um, proclaimed if it was uh, intoxication, if it was a heart attack. Some people are saying maybe it was like a vasodilation from getting out of the hot tub and then um, having like a syncopal episode and then just being unresponsive. Some people are saying that Matthew Perry always had issues with um, drugs and alcohol for a long time. One of the things that a lot of, because you know, we got to talk about what the conspiracy theorists are saying, Um, not because we think it's like 100% true, but just because it is kind of eerie. So we have 
this happening on the night of the full moon lunar eclipse, which is also known as the hunter's moon and the blood moon. And then we also have the Mercury and Scorpio opposing Jupiter and Taurus. And when we think of celebrities, we always kind of like think about that energy of Jupiter, that area of the second house of material objects, having it all, but it's not really all what it's cracked up to be. So one of the things I want to say is um, there's a lot of conspiracies going around about this, that they think that possibly he may have known that something was going to happen to him. I guess he wrote a memoir about his life and about some of the things he went through. And one of the things that he said in his book was, if anything happens to me, I'm going to let out the bat signal, (laughs) like the Batman signal. And when you look at his Instagram, um, the following days or weeks before, he starts to post like a bunch of like Batman things. And one of the things that he posts literally the day that he died was a Batman signal, and then he also posted him in the hot tub. So a lot of people are saying, what is going on? Like, it seems like he was sending out hidden messages. Maybe he was in trouble. Maybe some way he knew something was happening. And then, of course, um, people are saying the Illuminati was after him and had to be the Illuminati. So when we look at his birth chart, he is a sun in Leo at 26 degrees. He also has his moon in Scorpio at uh, seven degrees, which was interesting because he is right around that time has the Mars in Scorpio opposing Jupiter and that energy of emotions. So maybe he did know something was going on or maybe he relapsed and that was his way for saying he needed help, right? Um, We also have a Mercury in Virgo in 19 degrees, a Venus in 18 degrees in Cancer, and the Mars in Sagittarius at 12 degrees, which we have to remember at that time, his Mars was um, basically in that energy of opposition with Jupiter. So then we also have the energy of Jupiter in five degrees and it's in Libra and it's opposing that energy of that Venus energy of luxury of the Taurus of what's really going on in the emotions. So maybe he was having kind of like, I personally think he was kind of having like some type of breakdown or some type of um, relapse. And then we also have the Saturn in Taurus at eight degrees, which we have to remember that Saturn is currently with Pisces in the 12th house. And for him, this is surrounding that energy of the Mars and Scorpio opposing the Jupiter in Taurus. So maybe he did become submissive to the energy of toxicity, the energy of, um, of, kind of relapsing is what I believe, but also maybe he was going through some things with some personal relationships. And we also have the Uranus 
at two degrees in Libra, Neptune in 25 degrees in Scorpio, Pluto in 23 degrees in Virgo. And what's interesting about the Pluto being in 23 degrees in Virgo is a lot of people are very speculant of that 23 degree. They feel that that 23 degree is almost like a very critical degree. Some people say it is the energy of, um, Either you harm others or others will attempt to harm you. Um, so and that's that's interesting. You know, the, the North Node is in 22 degrees in Pisces. The Chiron is in six degrees in Aries. So this is surrounding the Chiron return for him, which is in retrograde of six degrees. So there was definitely some areas. His ascendant was um, to a Leo as well as his sun sign at 10 degrees. So um, I definitely think that there's some high energy on that date as we continue to look through it. Um, Another controversy uh, was this woman, (laughs) which she finally spoke out. Okay, so on TikTok, this lady went viral. She was basically um, picked up on a date and she was refusing to get out of the car because it was the Cheesecake Factory. And she basically has spoke out. This happened around October, um, but it was like around October 13th. And she basically, you know, felt that she has expectations when she goes on a date and that is you know what she expects you know she said i went into the date with expectations for myself to keep to keep you safe and to respect you and pay for your food oh this is what the the man of the date said so she refused to get out the car because he took her to cheesecake factory and what i want to point out when we look at this time is we have this energy of speaking out against areas of material items when we have that energy of the mercury in scorpio opposing jupiter and taurus so it kind of makes you look at what do we expect in a date what do we expect from a person what do we expect from a first date. Like it seems very, I mean, I don't know when I was dating, I mean, it was not like a big whole deal, right? People would go out on dates. Um, cheesecake factory. I mean, I was like, I love the cheesecake factory. What is she talking about? I would have been happy, but apparently now cheesecake factory is a chain restaurant and that is considered a no. Okay. A no, do not take me to the cheesecake factories. How some women feel. Me personally, I think it's appropriate for a first date, but these high expectations of being treated like um, you were dating a millionaire when most of the time you're probably dating a man who's working, right? And a cheesecake factory, I mean, in all honesty, you could spend a couple hundred dollars in the cheesecake factory quite easily. So on a first date, I believe that is very appropriate. But when I see this area of Mercury in, um, when I see this area of Mercury in Scorpio opposing Jupiter and Taurus, and I think of it of this duality, this energy of you know you probably couldn't afford to take another to to pay for a date where you're taking a man on this high energy moment 
right? This high, um, elegant night, but you expect him to take you on a first date. It just didn't make sense to me. And now a bunch of women have come out with a list of where you should and should not take a woman on the first date. So that is very interesting to me. And then we also have to look at that energy of Mercury, the maiden and the whore, as I love to say, right? I feel like that whore energy is really coming out. Like I'm valued at much more than the Cheesecake Factory. How dare you take me there? Interesting. <laughs> okay. So Sun in Scorpio, and now we're getting into November. Sun in Scorpio opposing Jupiter and Taurus. The house approves the U.S. house, of course, 14.5 billion in military aid for Israel. Biden vows to veto the GOP's approach. So when we think about spooky season, right? Because this is kind of like the center of ending the spooky season, enter the area of, um, of the shadow. And Biden is a Scorpio. So the sun in Scorpio is opposing the Jupiter and Taurus. So he's, you know, giving uh, more money to Israel. Um, my thing is, we have to remember that two countries are at war, not just one. And while we support Israel as the U.S., we also have to remember that many people on many sides are losing their lives. So I do feel that it should be an equal approach when we have loss of division, loss in division, right, of people. So um, it would be nice if the U.S. helped to get some of the people out of Gaza as well and help save some lives. Um, so also we have Sam Bankman fired, once hailed a genius in cryptocurrency, was found guilty for fraud against him. And we look at that energy of the Jupiter and Taurus and we see how that energy of the materials of the whole kind of negotiations with crypto. Should you buy some? Did you buy some? I only bought a little bit because in all honesty, I wasn't really sure about this, that crypto thing. Also, what we had too on November 2nd was Vesta goes retrograde in Cancer. And when we look at the Vesta, Vesta is considered a very nostalgic type of energy. And so is the Cancer. We have the Cancer being ruled by the moon. It's being ruled by the goddess energy. It's being ruled by that feminine energy. And what we had was the Beatles have a new song and they used um, John Lennon AI technology um, to create this new collaboration. And it was finally arranged after many, many years by using AI so that that nostalgia of the Vesta retrograde, right, of our moods turning into an area where things may have felt, you know, during the time of the Beatles, they had war, they had um, a lot of controversy, but it also had this piece of resilience to it that felt like a little bit more of a 
a cycle where it felt like a harmony as we saw with like the Vietnam War, the hippies, the area of beauty, of love each other. So maybe that nostalgia was coming back, even though it was through the new technology of AI. So I thought that was pretty interesting when we look at it as Vesta goes retrograde. Amy Schumacher got herself, um, or Schumacher, Schumer, Schumer, (laughs) got herself in a heap of water as she tends to speak out against, um, against Hamas. She put up some very anti-Palestinian posts and people went after her. Um, there was a lot of backlash and she basically said that she's accepting love and feedback, but then she also basically says that she is standing very persistent. And what's interesting with Vesta retrograde is a lot of people feel that with certain media and certain influencers and comedians, and um, when we look at anti or we look at um, people who maybe are have anti-Islamic views or anti-Arabic um, views or they are perceived as more in the support of Israel that they're able to say anything and not feel the repercussions. But if you are speaking out against um, palace, if you are speaking out against Israel, you are then considered as anti-Semitic, uh, and oh, I can't even pronounce anti. You know what I mean. So <laughs> Northwest prefers to live a simple life, as she has said. She wants to live with her dad and Kanye, Kanye West. Um, I guess he lives. I don't know if he's currently staying in France or what is he doing, but he's been all over Italy and Paris with his girlfriend, Bianca um, Sensori and um, wife. Um, But Northwest apparently perceives to live a more simpler life. And we look at that energy of the Vesta, the energy of the mother, the energy of cancer, the ultimate feminine of the mother sign. And this was all according to Kim Kardashian. It's something that she's battling with. So also on November 3rd, we have a very high energy day as we have Venus and Virgo opposing Neptune. And um, there was a lot of backlash against the Kardashians again as they used dress themselves up as like Bratz dolls for Halloween. And a lot of people felt that what they were doing was inappropriate, um, that they looked un- unrecognizable and that they were black fishing where uh, basically they were trying to make themselves look like African-American women and that this whole energy of being able to like transform yourself with plastic surgery, with fillers, with um, fillers and filters and all that Photoshop is just not um, productive for the women, the young women of this country, the young women of social media, the young women, and just giving up this energy of feeling very fake right? And then we look at Venus and Virgo and Venus and Virgo is everything beautiful and it's opposing Neptune and Pisces. And that's the energy of, 
of reality. That's the energy of dreams and illusions. And the Kardashians are a fucking illusion when you think about it. They are the illusion masters. They have been able to figure out how they use media, how they use that energy to really make us feel aligned with them. When in all honesty, many of us are not aligned with them at all. And we look at November 4th and we have um, Mercury and Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus. And I don't know if you guys know this TikToker, but his name is Keith Lee. He's like a food critic. He used to be an MA fighter. And he went to some Atlanta restaurants and he basically gave his um, true opinion about how he felt about the service. And what's interesting about Keith Lee is that he does not get any special treatment. In fact, when he goes to these restaurants, he actually has his wife or like his family members go and pick up the food. So, or I say, how long is the wait? He usually likes to eat the food in the car or at his home. And I think it's because he doesn't want people to know that it's him because he does have like almost, I think a 14 million to maybe 20 million followers on his TikTok. So he is pretty well known. And a lot of restaurants do seek him to come out there and, you know, uh, eat their food and give a honest opinion. But what happened with him was he went out there and he felt like the wait times were excessive. The price for food was ridiculous and that the customer service in some areas was just downright rude. And he left honest reviews. He said, please don't bash these restaurants. But a lot of the restaurants did not take the reviews quite well. And he basically said that Atlanta had its own culture when it came to dining, right? That they wanted to dine at the celebrity status, but not necessarily the common person, which doesn't really make sense. And we look at that energy of Mercury and Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus. And we talk about how that area of revolution and treating people equal, how is that affecting the materials, right? How is that affecting the longevity of these restaurants? Because it doesn't make sense. You want these high profile people to come in and you treat them with, you know, free food, um, one hell of a time most of the time because you want the pictures taken. You want all this stuff taken just so you can give the common people who really are the ones funding that restaurant a hard time. So it, it, it doesn't make sense. And he got a lot of backlash, but in all honesty, I see this as an area of where you're speaking your truth. And even though this energy does feel stubborn and it does test a lot of people's patience, it's also an area that he's speaking his truth. Also on November 4th, we have Saturn goes direct in Pisces. Courtney and Travis confirmed that their baby is born. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are over the moon in excitement with their baby boy. So their son was unborn. Some people believe that it was on November 1st, like literally the day after Halloween. We know she was induced. Um, the baby's name is Rocky 13, I believe, but don't quote me on that. But uh, <laughs> uh, Rocky. And he was supposedly born not on Halloween, but the day after Halloween, a lot of people speculated that she wanted to be induced or it was a cesarean for it to take place on Halloween because Halloween was her favorite um, birth date. But the baby is a Scorpio. 
So um, it's definitely a back to reality for the Kardashians. I'm now having a new baby boy for Miss Courtney and Kardashian and Travis Barker. So best of luck to them and congratulations. On November 4th, we have Mercury and Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus. And this is coming up with the Venus and Virgo trines Pluto in Capricorn. And this energy is feeling very, um, almost like stubborn. And it also feels very radical and it feels very hidden. And what's interesting is this is a day that it is acknowledged that Trump is leading in the, the Biden polls. We have to remember that Trump is a, um, is a Gemini and Biden is a Scorpio. Also, Trump is on stand in New York for his fraud and for tons of indictments. I in all honesty can't keep up, but I guess he lashed out and he says that this judge, uh, author and Garan is basically telling him that he always rules against me. The judge told Trump to answer the questions without using speeches or um, phrases and asked his attorney to control his client. The trial is to determine if Trump's organization has to pay a $250 million fine for creating fraudulent financial statements. Trump has um, denied, of course, everything, right? And then on November 6th in Mercury and Scorpio trying Neptune and Pisces, um, a Muslim student was targeted at Stanford. Stanford University said that there is now a hate crime investigation after an Arab Muslim student reported that a white male driving a SUV intentionally struck him and shouted, fuck you and your people and drove away. Um, the student fortunately did not have serious injuries and I believe that Stanford university leaders said that they have, um, a very disturbed outlook on this, that they feel that with all these tensions running high with the Israel and Gaza, um, that a lot of people are doing a lot of hate crimes and just harassing people. And I've seen so much on the media of, um, people being harassed for being Arabic. And it's quite sad. The Israel military said also around this time is his troops have Gaza city cut off, um, of Northern Gaza from Southern Gaza and troops may enter Gaza city today or tomorrow. Um, and, you know, there's been large explosions. A lot of health officials believe that um, over 10,000 people were killed, um, 4,000 were children, and the death toll is just increasing and increasing in Gaza. Israel said it would not stop its fighting, and its goal is to eliminate Hamas in response to the October 7th attack that killed 1,400 people in southern Israel. And the UN has called for immediate humanitarian ceasefires, saying it's been 30 days and that basically enough is enough. Can we let some survivors get out, please? Um, Mercury and Scorpio trying Neptune and Pisces. When we think about this energy, 
It's revealing the shadows. It's revealing the secrets. It's revealing the illusions of, you know, here we're so comfortable, right? We're so comfortable in our privilege. We're so comfortable in our homes. We are so comfortable in our area of growth that we don't see the two stories. We don't see the two outlets. We only see what the media feeds us. And we need to pay close attention to alignments of helping others remain alive and remain um, vigilant in some aspects, right? So we have to look at it as this is division. And as a solar level on a cellular level of energy we have to remember the root chakra we're all the same in spaces we are all the same as people and the more we are continued to be divided the more hate the more area of illusion the more area of disillusion we will feel on november 8th venus enters libra and this was a beautiful time. We also had November 8th, Mercury in Scorpio, sextile Pluto in Capricorn. So we saw a lot with um, censorship. The House representative voted to um, censor Rep. Rashid Talib um, over her criticisms for Israel. And I believe she was actually let go in her political placement. Um, they condemned her behavior and said that... Um, she, who is the first and only Palestinian American member of Congress, um, that she was supporting letting her go because they said that she was speaking up, um, and was, I guess, very anti-Semitic. So, and also we have to look at that area of money exchange in the Mercury and Scorpio sextile Pluto and Capricorn and Venus enters Libra. So the first woman is let go who resembled the, the people who feel like they are the most oppressed. Interesting. 50,000 Roman coins discovered in the sea. And this was kind of an interesting story. So Italy's culture ministry said that divers had discovered tens of thousands of Roman bronze coins near the coast of Sardinia, a large Italian island. The coins dated back to the 4th century between 301 AD to 400 AD. There are at least 30,000 coins and possibly as many as 50,000 coins. And when I think about this energy, I also think about that energy of not only the Scorpio, but the energy of Venus. And when we think about like Venus on her seashell, surrounded by sea waters, and then we have the Scorpio who is a water sign, like how could you not talk about this? And then we also have the energy of the higher intellectual as we have Pluto and Capricorn. It's been noted that Earlier this year, the U.S. found the Drug Administration gave Neuralink, which is Elon Musk's brain chip, um, co-founded in back in 2016, approval to launch human trials of this device. That Musk has described it as a Fitbit for your skull. 
<laughs> I don't know if I will be getting one of those. The FDA previously rejected Neuralink's bid for human testing in March over safety concerns. Oh man, Elon, he is definitely on one. But you know, a lot of people want to have those telepathic powers, right? Where they could just visually see that energy of whatever's on their phone right in front of them. Oh, and I'm trying to figure out how to stay off my phone. <laughs> now people want it like inserted in their head. Okay, and this is coming right around the time as Mercury enters Sagittarius. So we're definitely thinking big. We're definitely thinking expansion and we're definitely thinking high tech as we look at what is going to change as we have the Mercury and Scorpio sextiles, Pluto and Capricorn. What is going to change in our areas of the CEO? What's going to change in our area of... Um, of commerce, what's going to change in our area of technology, right? What 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 is going to change? It seems like a lot is really taking place on AI. Um, some of it doesn't hit the news, but I don't know. Would you put a, a a neuro chip in your brain? I mean, would you do that? Would you be part of the human trials? Hmm. <laughs> And then also on November 9th, we have Mercury enters Sagittarius. And the U.S. government said that Israel has agreed to a daily four-hour humanitarian pause in the war against Hamas in northern Gaza. This timing pauses will be announced for three hours um, to beginning of the day to let some people get out so the people of Gaza can move to the southern area, get food, medicine, and so on. Uh, I think many of them are traveling I'll hope to travel out of the country, get to Egypt. After a few weeks of mystery, we finally are going to um, get to that energy of things being exposed as we look at it with the Sagittarius. We have to remember the Sagittarius is blunt and the Sagittarius is very truthful in some aspects and with it aligned with Mercury the the secrets aren't going to really be there as much as they were with Scorpio the secrets are going to come out there um it's it's going to feel like that arrow to the back to that arrow to the heart letting you know exactly what is going on and people are going to be more vocal and we're going to see it so Hollywood actors end their strike. So the writers ended their strike a little bit last month. And now we have the Hollywood actors and their union SAG-AFTRA said yesterday that they have reached a tentative agreement. And there we have it with that Mercury in Sagittarius, the area of communication. The strike is over. Um, <laughs> so I thought this was a little sad. Pandas are deported from the DS um, Zoo. They went back to China. So three giant pandas were deported in the National Zoo of Washington, D.C. on Wednesday to be moved to their new home in Chengdu, China. News reports explained that the pandas were alone. So <laughs> China said, we want our fucking pandas back. And um, they were returned. Um, Chinese officials did not want to renew um, with despite the National Zoo's efforts to extend. So 
they said, no, no, no. Give us back our fucking pandas. Those are our pandas and we want them back. And we look at that. We have the Mercury in Sagittarius square Saturn and Pisces. There's obviously still a lot of conflict with that area of constrictions, restrictions, and that ego. Both China and the U.S. have very strong egos, as Moan might say, and our higher consciousness is often being suppressed. I would say by both countries. Um, Mercury in Sagittarius squares Saturn in Pisces. Today, it's very interesting with this because we had the energy of Mercury, the energy of expansion. And then we also have the 2024 Grammy nominations in major categories, which is mostly all women. And we have that energy of the women taking over social media, the women taking over the energy of, um, entertainment. No, no shit. So the 2024 nominations began to come out and we have Billie Eilish for record of the year, uh, Boy Genius, John Batsy, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, SZA, Taylor Swift, and Victoria Monet. So album of the year, mostly women as well. So it makes you kind of wonder what is going on with the women what is going on with the men? They are just not producing like they should. And what was interesting on this day is we had um, we had a lot of energy that may have felt like misunderstood, but I believe we also had a Venus, um, a, a strong alignment with Venus during this time because we also had Mars in Scorpio opposing Uranus in Taurus. And we have to remember that that up level of making it like a revolution that the women are taking over. Um, a lot of men just have not been producing that area of entertainment that we once expected, right? We expected a lot more from the men. And I feel like now it's just kind of not happening. And during this time, we also had the sun in Scorpio and we had um, the moon in Libra, and we also had Mercury in Sagittarius. We also had Venus in Libra as well. So this was definitely a time that it felt very feminine. It felt very beautiful. We also had um, that energy coming forward of the feminine goddess, almost like a beautiful announcement, right? That all the hard work that a lot of these women have been doing is really paying off. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's just because the men are losing focus or just women are taking over, but we have November 11th, Mars and Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus as well. And this is a time where it felt very volatile and it felt very, just very strong and dominant. And what was interesting is we had Kiki Palmer accused her ex uh, boyfriend Darius Jackson of physical and emotional abuse writing in court documents that she was he repeatedly attacked her over and over and she became very frustrated with her, um, him doing this obviously because it is abuse and he basically would attack her in front of her, the child with the child holding the child so just a lot of strong aggressive dark energy and she's speaking out, you know, she's speaking out of areas she wants custody of their son. Um, and I think 
in all honesty, when we end this cycle of abuse, it starts with speaking out. It starts with the rebellion. It starts with that energy of Uranus. It starts with the revolution of understanding that we as women can speak out against this and speak out that if it could happen to people who are in high profile places like Kiki Palmer, it could happen to all of us. So for us to be mindful about that and that he was like love bombing her very, um, just very abusive, very, um, that he also, also choked her, put her in a body, um, body slammed her into the stairs. So he was very jealous. And what's interesting is that there's a lot of that fixed energy. And I believe he is an Aquarius sun. So that came out on November 13th. We have a high energy day as we have a new moon in Scorpio and also sun in Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus. So thousands of unionized Starbucks workers will walk off their job on Thursday with a one day stoppage, they said. And this was actually the Red Cup Day. <laughs> you know, I did get my pumpkin spice, but I don't drink Starbucks light to the point where I know what day is the Red Cup Day. So it was Starbucks Red Cup Day, an annual event in which the coffee giant hands out the holiday theme reusable cups. Starbucks has refused to negotiate in good faith over staffing and other issues that are particularly um, acute during the promotions, according to the union. Starbucks is creating unnecessary stressful work conditions um, by scheduling promotions after promotions after promotions, <laughs> and they're basically not getting enough staff for good for them. That's what I say. Good for them. Good for them. You know, um, a lot of corporations and Starbucks is a corporation just like everybody else. It's not, you know, it's a, it's a corporation that is utilizing workers to the highest that they can be utilized and maybe not giving them the benefits, maybe not giving them the, the pay that they deserve or the staffing they deserve. So good for them. On November 15th, we have Mercury and Sagittarius sextiles, Venus and Libra. So this was an interesting day. We had President Biden meets Chinese President Xi Zia at the Filoli Historic House in San Francisco Bay Area. It was a great day um, for conversations, right? As we have that Mercury and Sagittarius creating unions and we also have that energy of Venus and Libra. So two high powerful people creating areas of relationships and unions. So we will see, right? Um, but what's also interesting about this time is um, this was the area that they really cleaned up the streets of San Francisco. And a lot of people are like, what the fuck? You know, I am a Bay Arian. Um, so it's, it's kind of, it's, it's sad that, you know, you could clean up the streets, you can make the city look tolerable when we have these big events and any other days, it's just like, looks like shit. Um, and yeah, as somebody who pays hella taxes here in California, like what is going on, you know, and the homeless issue is very, um, uh, very concerning. And I honestly don't have a solution. You know, I would say we could get housing for them. We could get homes for them, but you know, it's just a lot of, 
preventative care, you know, people who want help will get help. And I know that sounds like a really fucked up thing to say, but it's true. And um, as somebody who has tried to help um, personally homeless people, um, you see that it's a cycle. And how do you end that cycle? And it's very hard. And also, you have to remember our population is huge of people. And the housing market is insanely expensive. So where do we find this justification of having people pay like $4,000 for a little fucking apartment? It's just ridiculous. And of course, there's going to be all these homeless issues when we have drugs, you know, just people aren't being held accountable. It's just a hot ass mess. So they cleaned up the streets for these events, but you know, we'll see how long it lasts. On November 17th, Mars and Scorpio trines Neptune and Pisces. And this is a day where we basically see that the areas of illusions, (laughs) the aggressiveness of the Scorpio, that area feels very vicious. It feels very um, sensual. It feels very mysterious. Is coming away. Sean Diddy Combs was accused Thursday of rape and repeated physical abuse for over a decade by Cassie, an R&B singer once singed on his label. According to the new bombshell lawsuit filed in Manhattan federal court, alleged the legendary music producer rapper trafficked her raped her and viciously beat her, whose real name is Cassandra Ventura, starting back in 2005 and up until 2018. Among the allegations, Ventura 37 claims that Combs 54 regularly fed her drugs, alcohol, and forced her to have sex with male prostitutes. Well, he filmed the encounters and blew up the car of a man she was dating. And the man she was dating confirmed this because this was Kid Cudi. So she was trying to break free from him. She started a relationship with Kid Cudi. Maybe it was more of um, he, you know, was crushing on her or interest. And then Puffy blew up his car when he felt like she was attempting to leave him. I did read the report. I did read the lawsuit. And it's just disgusting. Puffy is a fucking snake. He is, when I think of, when we talk about selling our soul to the devil, and selling our soul to the Illuminati and selling that area of um, of giving people power over us. Puffy, to me, is literally that. He is literally selling the soul to the devil. He is literally, like, people made these contracts with him. People began, began, came very quiet about some of the things that he was doing. Nobody spoke up against him. Nobody stopped him. Nobody brought it. I mean, for decades he was doing this and I believe her. I 100% believe her after reading that article. And what's sad is that there's a lot of women out there that think that women are just hiding behind these lawsuits as money grabs. I don't think it's a money grab. I think in all honesty, yes, She is probably trying to repair her life after decades of abuse. How do you, as somebody who has a record deal, he is basically her employer when we think about it. And so many more allegations are coming out. So many more allegations will continue to come out because I do think that a lot of these high profile celebrities hide 
get away with so much stuff. The record labels know it. Um, the people working with them know it. Everybody knows it. And this is what we mean when we have these Hollywood secrets, right? When we have this area of molestation, of abuse, of um, torment, of trafficking. Like, this, this is, you know, this is it. And this is like a deeply intense transition. When we look at the sun in Scorpio conjuncts Mars in Scorpio, all on November 17th. So we have Mars in Scorpio trines Neptune in Pisces, sun in Scorpio conjuncts Mars in Scorpio, sun in Scorpio trines Neptune in Pisces. High profile day, high energy day. And we see the Sean Combs is accused of rape, abuse, lawsuit. A lot of us knew he was a fucking evil man. A lot of us think that he had something to do with Tupac's death. Um, After reading his chart, after reading Tupac's chart, I 100% think he had something to do with it. And I think Diddy is ultimately the Scorpio (laughs) of what the Scorpio resembles. That devil, that evil initiative, that energy of killing, that energy of committing terror, that energy of despite, that energy of darkness. I feel like he resembles that in a lot of ways. Um, So let your imagination just take a moment to think of all the shit he has gotten away with. And also around this time, we have November 19th, Pallas enters Scorpio. And when we think of that energy of Pallas, we have to look at that little asteroid, right? What does that little asteroid mean in so much of the area of the asteroids and in Scorpio? And we have to remember Diddy is a fucking Scorpio. So like I said, these solar returns sometimes will hit you fucking so much harder than your Saturn return because all the energy is aligned in your chart. The illumination is exposing you. So we have this asteroid palace and it is known as the four major asteroids series, palace, Juno and Vesta. And this, when we look at palace represents the wisdom of the female spirit. So when this alignment takes place, of course, it blew up the internet, right? The female spirit, the strong warrior of the feminine saying no more asshole, right? We're speaking out against this bullshit. Okay. I'm getting a little, okay. (laughs) So also on November 19th, we have palace inter Scorpio Rose, Rosalind Carter, who was the first lady And she worked very tirelessly on the behalf of mental health reform. And she was basically like the first one to professionalize the role of the president's spouse, right? To make the first lady be more seen as somebody who's giving back, who is working towards change. Um, She died at the age of 96, according to the Carter Center. Rosalind Carter passed away peacefully with her family by her side at the home in Plains, Georgia. Um, and 
many people believe um, that she was an equal hand with Jimmy Carter, the president. Rosalind was my equal partner in everything I ever accomplished, her husband, former president Jimmy Carter said. She gave me guidance, wise guidance, encouragement, and when he needed it the most. So that's what I feel like a partnership should resemble, right? A partnership of two individuals, a partnership, a union, an area of duality, giving each other strength when needed, right? Not hurting each other, respecting the feminine spirit, respecting the feminine logic, respecting the area of the feminine where that masculine is able to kind of, you know, let it, let it nature, let it, let it tame down, not having this energy of that high intense space. And there, there's always secrets in relationships. There's always trials and tribulations, but giving each other that one aspect of comfort, that one aspect of, of equality in the relationship makes a powerful relationship, makes a beautiful alignment for two souls. Um, so that was very beautiful that we have that alignment of her having that spirit, that warrior-like spirit in Scorpio as we have Pallas enter Scorpio. November 20th, the sun in Scorpio sextiles Pluto and Capricorn. Biden turns 81 as voters show lots of concern about his age. And we look at that. He is a Scorpio. He is also sextiled right now. We have the sun in Scorpio sextile with Capricorn. So we have to think about that energy of the legacy, the energy of Capricorn. If we vote him back in, <laughs> if the people vote him back in, you can see that people are very nervous about his age. Will Biden be voted back in? And it brings up the questions, what will happen if he passes away? What happens? Does Kamala Harris just take over, right? She would be the first female and first um, female president, but she would also be the second African descendant. And I believe she also has... Um, I think she has Indian in her or I can't, I can't remember, but, um, she would be the second black president, right? So there's a lot of questions that people are having. They're a little bit concerned about his age. So it makes me wonder if he is going to really, um, run with recent, recent polling showing that voters are very concerned about his age. This is a tough reelection for him. You know, are are we going to have Trump again? Are we going to have Biden again? Or are we going to have Gavin Newsom? I don't think Gavin Newsom's going to run 2024. I read his birth chart. I'm thinking 2026, maybe 2028. We will see. Um, Kamala Harris, will she run again with him with vice president? Or are they going to change that? We will see. November 21st, we have Mars in Scorpio sextiles Capricorn. Breaking news, Israel said that it would uphold another brief ceasefire in Gaza. Um, 50 of the hostage um, were freed um, during the beginning of the month. 
so we will see. Um, we have November 22nd, Sun Intersagittarius. Here we go. Melissa Barrera is speaking out after being let go from the production of Scream 7. The actress has been one of the recent stars of the slasher franchise and was expected to be in the next installment. But that is no longer the case following previous social media posts she made about the war between Israel and Hamas that the studio behind the film characterized as anti-Semitic. When reached Thursday, a spokesperson of Spyglass directed CNN to the following statement about Barrera's departure. Spyglass states, It is unequivocally clear. We have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate in any form, including false references to genocide, ethnic cleansing, Holocaust distortion, or anything of flagrant crosses the line into hate speech. This statement reads to CNN has reached out to the the representatives of Barrera, but she did not comment. Um, I would say that when she finally did comment, it was around um, November 23rd. And on Wednesday, Barrera posted a statement on her Instagram stories of her account after the news broke of Scream franchise. First and, fo- first and foremost, I condemn anti-Semitism, <laughs> Islamophobia, and I condemn hate and prejudice of any kind against any group of people, she wrote, as a Latina, a proud Mexicana. I feel the responsibility of having a platform that allows me the privilege of being heard. And therefore, I have tried to use it to raise awareness about issues I care about and lend my voice in those in need. And when we think about this, we think about that energy of, let's be honest, the throat chakra, sun inter-Sagittarius, that throat chakra is so it's so illuminated by the Sagittarius, that brave, blunt aspect of coming way. Also on Sunday, November 23rd, we had Sun in Sagittarius square Saturn in Pisces. And this was not a Sunday. I'm sorry. This was Thursday. I'm thinking football. And the reason why is because they had Dolly Parton, Dan, Dallas Cowboys in a Dallas Cowboys cheerleading outfit. Um, Dolly got some backlash over this. She sang her during the football showdown for Thanksgiving. She sang Jolene, um, nine to five. A lot of people thought the outfit was inappropriate, but you know, whatever, Dolly, live your best life. Um, November 24th, we see that, you know, we see that area of limitations, restrictions, um, as we have Sun in Sagittarius square Saturn and Pisces, as we saw this with both individuals, you know, a lot of limitations, especially in the throat chakra, uh, Dolly doing what she does, impressing, uh, the audience, impressing herself, you know, she's freaking hell. I mean, she's like 77 years old in some booty shorts and a crop top. Let the lady have her fun. But a lot of people spoke out about it, thought it was inappropriate, restrictions, too old, can't wear that. Uh, that area of ego. Sun in Sagittarius, Melissa Barrera. That energy of restrictions. Stay quiet. We don't want to hear your opinions. You will be fired. So, 
Hmm. Definitely a lot of restrictions. On November 24th, Mars enters Sagittarius. A total of 24 hostages were released from Gaza on Friday and transported through the Rahaf crossing into Egypt after seven weeks of capacity at being captive. The exchange is being a phase of an agreement expected for the free upwards of 50 captives. Cap- oh my gosh, I can't speak. People who are hostages <laughs> by Hamas. The militant group released 13 Israel women, children, to the Red Cross on Friday. Um, Israel maintained a ter- temporary cease file while, while 39 Palestinian women and teen boys have been released from Israel's detention to return. So hopefully, um, you know, the, the, the ceasefire will stop. Um, and the, I mean, the ceasefire will continue. Um, the killings will stop, but we will see. Hopefully the hostages will be continued to be released. Despite this, the Israel warned civilians that the war is not over and will continue with a ceasefire aimed by um, the exchange of the Hamas hostages and Palestinian prisoners. So they're going to continue war. We will see. Um, You know, I hope this comes to an end, but we will see. Series enters Sagittarius. We have AI generated. um, Her name is Atiana Lopez and a Spanish agency created this influencer lopez has actually made over a thousand euros or a hundred or a thousand dollars a month she's been featured in magazines um she is a ai influencer so the company who created her fan view eco previously told insiders that this ai generated character would thrive and become a common person you know common ai influencer she's going to take over um her account already has 124,000 followers on her instagram so they were tired of fake um you know fake real models and influencers we started to analyzing how we are working and realized that many projects were being put on hold or canceled due to problems beyond our control Often it was the fault of the influencer or the model and not due to the design issues, he said. So this company decided, you know, we're just going to produce our own AI influencer. And she's not the first. We've had many AI influencers. But when we look at Ceres Inter Sagittarius, that area of expansion, that area of the Sagittarius of creating, of moving forward beyond the horizons. And we also have series that energy of that little asteroid of the feminine, the principles, the aspects, what is complex in areas of relationships rooted back down to the earth, because we have to remember that the earth resembles that energy of series. So what energy of the motherhood, the parenthood and the manifestations of the individual are we seeing now with these AI influencers? And I'll be honest, um, you know, I don't like to be on social media too much. I do like to create my little posts, you know, share out, do my podcasts, reflect. But I couldn't imagine being on social media every single fucking day of my life. You know, but a lot of people do. And now these companies are not paying. Pretty soon, 
these companies are going to be charging. They're not paying. We've already seen it, right? Instagram stopped paying for reels. Um, Influencers have to learn how to get affiliate links. They have to learn how to make money off Instagram because Instagram isn't going to pay them. TikTok is now saying they're not going to pay like they did with the creator's fund. Now you have to have a minute long video and you have to give some type of feedback. The only one who I think is pretty much still paying people is YouTube. And with YouTube, beating that YouTube algorithm fucking sucks. So it's hard for a lot of people to make money. You know, it's hard to get into that area of influencer, of content creation, um, unless you want to devote hours and hours and hours and hours to it to a day. And, you know, some people do great and they picked it up. You know, there are a lot of influencers who have figured out how to make brand deals, model. Um, a lot of TikTokers have come a long way where this has been able to be their full-time job. But for the but for most influencers, they're struggling. The podcast market is oversaturated. Um, people are just not listening to podcasts. There's so many to choose from now. And then you have all these high celebrity podcasters that most people, you know, will gravitate to them. News has now turned into a podcast, the, you know, NBC, CNN, they all have their own fucking podcast, you know? So at least the little person, the mom and pop podcasters, <laughs> um, thinking like, Oh, geez, this is a lot of work and I'm competing with these corporate giants. So I'm not surprised that, you know, there's a new AI influencer. I'm not surprised. Um, what, you know, what you have to do is you have to weigh it out. Like with me, I weighed it out. I enjoy doing my podcast. Will I do it forever? I don't know. You know, I enjoy sharing insight on astrology. I enjoy sharing insight of the chakras, of the energy sources, of the mystical and mysterious energy. I really had fun making those creepy tales. And I actually just made another one, the story of Jack the Ripper, which I'm going to share with you guys. Um, coming up probably in December, but you know, I'm not going to quit my day job over it because I still love my job. So it's, it's where do you find this balance? If you are a content creator, how do you receive revenue? How do you, you know, become happy with your hobbies and become happy with your area of travel, of wisdom. And we look at it in the Sagittarius where it has that high philosophy. You know, for me, um, I I enjoy doing this, you know. Um, we'll see how long I keep it up, you know. We'll see how long it goes for, but um, I might reduce uh, how many podcasts I release, you know, because I'm trying to get back more into a healthy mind state, uh, less time on the phone, less time um, on the computers, more time here with earth, with the nature, with the body, with the physical aspect. I'm, you know, taking 2024 as an area to look into my interpersonal wealth as it is a cosmic energy of eight. So there's going to be a lot of money alignment. Um, when we look at eight, the infinitive sign of what you want to do for the next year, um, for the next 10 years, for the next, 
outcome. So when I look at the area of 2024, I might reduce my recordings to maybe once every two weeks, once a month. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't have that area where I have to stay so consistent because it's not affecting me, but I could see how it affects a lot of the content creators. And I think that's a, a hard balance, right? It's a lot of work, um, especially to make videos, to make um, podcasts. So I feel bad for them that some of them are now losing to AI, right? Also, Cardi B is suing a commercial because they used her voice. They created AI voice and um, they received money for you know, for, and it basically said that she was like in some kind of like money scheme or some shit. So, uh, that area of AI really taking hold as we have series in Sagittarius, we have to remain with our critical thinking caps, our philosophy caps, and not let everything keep that preservation of the earth and the ground still here. Also, we have um, a mysterious cosmic ray was observed in Utah, and that came from what people believe beyond our galaxy, scientists say. So that's very interesting. Um, So the New York Adult Survivors Act is to set to expire on Friday, which has given victims of sexual abuse a one-year window to claim that um, otherwise it's bared off limits. So it's kind of like a, um, like this is your time to say you were abused by, um, you know, by whoever the sexual New York's adult survivors act was to expire this Friday before it became like almost like a statute of limitations. So as a result, there was a avalanche. There was multiple, multiple, multiple complaints and lawsuits have been filed in the last several days with figures and celebrities and household names, including Sean Diddy Combs. Um, So this would be like his third now. Um, And also his former bad boy president, Javier Pierre. Also um, Jamie Foxx, Axl Rose, Russell Brand, um, Russell Simmons, Jimmy Levine, who was an um, Interscope Records co-founder. A lot of musicians, I could see. Um, mu- and then we think of the Throat Chakra again, series Inter Sagittarius. Um, music executives L.A. Reid. I w- actually was watching a TikTok on a girl explaining the L.A. Reid's one. Definitely look it up. Cuba Gooding Jr. and more. So... People were getting in their lawsuits and their complaints and their allegations before the deadline. And we have series Inter Sagittarius. And then today is November 25th, Mars in Sagittarius, square Saturn in Pisces. And on November 27th, we have the full moon in Gemini. No eclipse is tied. And then we also have Mercury in Sagittarius, squares Neptune in Pisces. So let's start to look at the astrology dates for December. And I want to thank everybody who listened to the reflections. I know the reflections are a little bit long, um, but I think that it gives a good insight. 
what's happening. So we will get into the major dates, um, not every date that has an astrological alignment because that would be insane. So we have a December 4th, Venus enters Scorpio. Um, I would like to say this is a time where the relationship might get a little mysterious, might get a little testy. We might see more illuminations, especially with areas of um, shared insight. Maybe more people will be coming out about certain celebrities, maybe more things. We also see that areas of like partners in crime that I feel like there's that um, Thelma and Louise aspect. I also feel like I feel that um, area of... Bonnie and Clyde with this Venus inter Scorpio. It feels very beautiful, very mysterious, very almost like troubling in some ways and a little bit deviant. Um, also, we have Neptune goes direct in Pisces. This is the time that we are out of our dreamland, right? We are pulled out of the areas of illusion. It's winter, baby. We're a little bit cold. <laughs> we see the truth, right? We see that energy of what can we do? How can we help? Um, we see that energy of kindness. We also see the holiday spirit. P people might be getting grouchy, the winter blues. We feel that energy feeling a little bit insightful. Um, we're more in tune to our spiritual presence as we have Neptune goes direct in Pisces. So we're more in tune to maybe we're going to start to plan our, <laughs> this would be a good day to plan your resolutions if you do resolutions or maybe your goals for 2024. What is it that you want to dive into? What is it that you want to look for in the area of self, in the area of sense? I love this date right here coming up. We have December 12th, 1212, and we know that that comes with a lot of energy. 1212 is a high energy day. It's also tied into areas of nostalgia, areas of the cosmos. Um, 12 to 12, the date in numerology, it does generate a lot of buzz because it is kind of seen as a big day for spirituality, the patterns, the energy feels very kind of like unmatched, but it also feels very archetype as we look at the area of 1212. Um, it also feels like that intuition. It feels like that energy where it results out of six, which is also known as that energy of rituals, right? That energy of the sixth house. We also see that energy of the transparency. What is here? What is flashing in front of us? What is flashing um, to us? What is giving us that area to raise our higher frequency, to raise our insight? It is like the cosmic stardust that many of us enjoy, right? It's that energy of knowing that we have a reminder of who we are on a higher purpose, on a different purpose, on a multi-level placement, right? A multi-cosmic energy. It's also known as um, a place that is roughly more insightful. Um, twelve twelve also um, represents the twelve days of Christmas, as one might say. Um, it's known as one of the December holidays, right? It's kind of has a lot of cosmic energy to it. And on this day, we have a new moon in Sagittarius and it's not tied to an eclipse, right? It's not tied to that eclipse energy. 
So that's pretty amazing. Um, and then we also have Mercury goes retrograde in Capricorn. So it is our first day of Mercury goes retrograde. Um, it's, you know, Mercury goes retrograde like four times a year. So don't freak out. In Capricorn, we're going to definitely see some areas um, where it might reflect the areas of business. We might hear more of people getting laid off right around the holiday season. Um, we also might hear about energies of a slower pace of what people are taking forward in certain spaces. We also might feel that this energy is aligned to saying goodbye to our a traditional mindset. When we look at the Capricorn, where are we staying grounded and where are we saying goodbye to? Um, also for December 20th, we have Vesta retrograde enters Gemini. So this is a time where some of us might feel a little bit displaced in our areas of communication, especially around self-discipline and also around task. Um, it is also a time that we might feel like a little bit anxious in our communication. Maybe we're getting a little bit too spouty. We're getting a little bit too feisty with our communication on some people, or we just don't feel heard, especially around the feminine. Also on um, this time, it is a high energy time as we have uh, Venus in Scorpio opposing Uranus in Taurus. So it's a good day to pay close attention to how much you want to spend over the holidays, right? We don't want to go crazy. Um, we want to be able to make ourselves feel aligned with the giving gestures. But remember, gifts can also be handmade. They can also be um, thrifted. I saw this one lady who she was thrifting and like repairing um, some things and she really would make some cute baskets. So, you know, times can be tough and we don't have to always feel like we have to keep up with everything, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with being creative when it comes to gifts. Not everything has to be brand name materialized. Also, we have sun enters Capricorn. So many of us may be feeling determined to get past this winter, right? To get past these winter months and get ready to complete our goals. I would say the biggest thing for completion of goals and and when we look at goals in the area of creating them for the long is consistency. Realistic consistency, right? Small baby steps. If it's starting to drink more water, which is something I need to do, if it's starting to work out daily to find a regimen to maybe take your vitamins or to journal, what it is, do a little each day. It will get you in the routine. Um, my biggest thing is the snacking. I want to reduce my snacking this year. I want to reduce my um, my my saying goodbye to some of my lifestyle traits. I mean, I physically feel like a strong individual, even though I still have these aches and pains, but, um, I want to focus on my health, um, my infinitive sign, my infinitive well-being for 2024 is more of health, um, physically, emotionally, and more centered around what's going to happen throughout my lifetime, right? 
um, preparing myself to live a long, healthy life. So December 22nd, we have a Mercury retrograde inter Sagittarius. So this is a time that we are going to be reflective of um, areas, especially around travel and communication as we have um, Sagittarius. If you're like studying something, um, you might feel a little bit stuck or you might feel a little bit like, oh, like a little bit mopey when it comes to new areas of philosophy or it comes to new areas of trips. They may be delayed. They may be canceled. You might have to say goodbye to some plans when we look at this Mercury retrograde entering Sagittarius. What I also want you to look at with this retrograde is the areas of what have you thought you were going to complete and maybe you said goodbye to right? And was that the right move or is it something you want to start back up? We also have Venus in Scorpio, Trine, Neptune, and Pisces on December 25th, which to me is a high energy day. Um, it's a beautiful aspect, a little mysterious, right? And I also think of Jesus when I think about this, the Neptune and Pisces, that energy of coming forward, what um, shall we receive as an individual in the areas of love, dreams, transparency, letting go of the area of um, fears, letting go the area of fright, the area of darkness in relationships, and letting a new illumination take place. On December 26th, we have the full moon in Cancer. So this is a good time to look at that energy of the nostalgia, the energy of the feminine. I love full moons and cancers. I mean, the energy of like the cancer, the virgin, that placement of, you know, women going into the ocean to clear their souls, to clear away negativity and coming out like just a little bit more vibracious as they began to look for their husbands or as their husbands came to them, their soulmates, their longevity of life, their union of heart and love. And they began to take it on, right? Also, what we might see with this full moon is because we do have some energy of the Venus and Scorpio trying Neptunes, we might uh, see a little bit of conflict with families, um, with the mother, with the feminine, with the areas of letting go some of that animosity. Because this is a high energy day, because on December 26th, we have Chiron goes direct in Aries. So that energy of feelings and emotions kind of hitting back up. Maybe the healing process hasn't really taken place, the healing journey, the areas of grudges is still kind of coming back. Don't let the past set you into this area of feeling that everybody can hold you back, that everybody can um, have their way with their insight. Let this space go, let this energy go, let that that energy of the wound, wounded continue its healing journey, right? It's a healing process. We're never really fully healed. Also on this date, we have Mercury and Sagittarius squares Neptune. So a lot of us might be feeling like that misinformation, maybe some mistrust, maybe some areas of vibration haven't really been fully aligned, or maybe we never received that apology. So this is a high energy day. So pay close attention to the areas of communication, the areas of feeling like dreams or saying goodbye, or maybe letting go of certain aspects that you felt were maybe a little confusing, right? Maybe we'll see a little bit more direction and also pay close attention to the family ties. 
On December 27th, it is a pretty um, vibracious day for the next few days as we have um, Mercury in Sagittarius squares Neptune in Pisces. So it might be a good time to just kind of chill to like meditate. If there was a lot of uh, conflict, let it go. Just let it go, right? On December 29th, we have Venus inter-Sagittarius, and also this is a good day to look at our relationships, to look at the adventure, the travel, what's next, right? Create a little area of uh, up-level as we have Venus inter-Sagittarius. On December 30th, we have Jupiter goes direct in Taurus, so it's going to be a good day to create those goals, write them down, start the foundation. Also, it is a good day to allow yourself to grow, to allow yourself to grow spiritually, mentally, physically, whatever it is that you feel like you need to grow in. It is a good day, right? We will be starting fresh with the new year. Uh, we will be starting fresh with um, some new aspects. So I want to thank everybody who listened to the astrology dates for December and also the full reflection of November. Um, and please share, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, make sure you share it with a friend. Um, I do want to say if you would like to support this podcast, you could head on over to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast or YouTube channel. I have a lot of products, chakra shirts, um, fun stuff like that. So definitely check it out. Um, everybody have an amazing day. Bye.